Harry Potter is enrolled in a photography class to learn how to take better dick pics, and his professor is Draco Malfoy? Jamie Lannister and Brienne of Tarth are directing a Titanic exhibit, and Jon Snow is the security guard? Tony Stark is producing a dating show on a tropical island, and all the Avengers are the contestants? There is no way stories like this exist. And there is no way three best friends would read them and put their reactions out for the world to hear. I mean, no one would do that, right? Guys? I'm Allie Lefevre. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And, and this is Fangasm. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, strong language, and characters we don't own. Welcome back to Fangasm. I'm Lindsay. I'm Allie. And I'm Danny. Woohoo! And this is episode three, season 24. And we're so excited that you're here. We really are. I hope your bags are packed because we're going to Tahiti, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Does everyone have a passport? Because I had to get mine expedited and almost didn't get to go on my baby moon. So. But thank God you did. Be nice to your senators because they'll they'll pull some strings for you. <laughs> <laughs> so vote well, vote often. <laughs> I feel like we never talk about this, but are you guys watching Vanderpump Rules? I am not. No. Okay. I know the gist of what's happening, though. I watched for several seasons and then stopped. So I know the folks at play and I know that the Super Bowl slash season finale was Wednesday. You don't have to know anybody and you don't have to care about anybody. Like, honestly, although I I never watched it. I did as much like to catch up as I could. And (laughs) this last episode of the season finale, for those that don't know, Vanderpump Rules is a stupid show about one of the housewife's restaurants workers who now like all their own mansions. And one of them cheated on one that he was dating for many years for like nine years with this other one. And the thing is, like, you just watch all their relationships kind of unfold. But in this last She tears the guy apart and it is Emmy worthy, just all of it. But watching what we know now, they have like a friend trip. There's like a few friend trips that happen like all around the time this relationship starts. Mm. And so anyway, it felt very, I was thinking of the Disney villains the whole time because there was, there's some real villains on that show. It's true. So Clopin is to blame (laughs) for the scandal of a century. I would say um, Clopin (laughs) is Sheena. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's like Ursula and Cruella. I'm trying to think of like, do you know what I mean? Like on this trip mm-hmm. with Jafar. Like Jafar hooking up with Cruella. Imagine if it was hetero in every relationship. He hooked up with another girl in the friend group that is friends with the girl. Right. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, it was messy. Yeah. And I heard they're not together now, right? Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> That's hit the news. It's loco. I also think it's funny that she's gone by Raquel but her name is Rachel. Something about adults just deciding that is just very funny to me. I'm going to step in and defend. Remember Uh-oh. there was a one-week period where I tried to change from Allie to Lex, and it didn't work out so hot. No, but that's a part of your name. You're not changing. You were an Alejandra. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. It wasn't Allie to Alejandra. Yeah. You're fine. None of them have their real names or faces anymore. So. Yeah. Unrecognizable. Or teeth, honestly. That's the, usually the first to go. Oh, the veneers. God. Veneers. Yeah. Wow. The veneers. Anyway, not to drag us down that Bravo rabbit hole, but um, 
I got to talk to somebody. No, but villains, villains is great. I also feel like yeah. we're in a nice time where people are going to start opening bars that are like reality TV bars and more like where you can watch things that are not just sports. I think that'll be very fun. Maybe there'll be a fan fiction bar in the future. Oh, that'd be so much fun. I saw somebody do that. Hey, come and read. It's like a, that's a library. <laughs> oh, is that what a library is? Well, I mean, cool. We Danny and I went to a big RuPaul's Drag viewing party. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it was, you know, that was mid-season though. I did do, um, we just watched the episode at my friend who owns a restaurant and she had like an upstairs kind of private viewing for like seven of us. And she served all the food from the show, which was so much fun. Oh, that's so fun. I got to go behind the bar. I've never worked in a bar and I got to use the like gun and, you know, they're all like slutty bartenders. <laughs> so I got to pretend to be one and it was a real vibe. So Just making out with the customers. Yeah. That's hot, Danny. Uh-huh. Yeah. Body shots. You're such a body <laughs> shot guy. He is. Sure, He's, he is. <laughs> oh, don't mind the hair. <laughs> like a cat with a fur ball. Do you have a deep belly button? I have a cavernous belly button. You could shake a whole martini in it, honestly. <laughs> See, you're that ideal candidate. Is it like a double shot? You have a double shot belly button. It's a hurricane belly button. You could do the shot and the chaser in the belly button. Yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah. Oh. Sorry, gents. I'm married. Marco got me. Scoop me up before you could. <laughs> Unfortunately, I currently have an Audi, so no body shots possible. Oh. Allie, did that ever happen to you? Did you no. get to remain? Oh. Honest to God, my worst fear was to end up with an Audi. <laughs> terrified it's um they say it goes back so let's just pray for my belly button because it like shows through clothes now and it's oh when i send my sisters pictures of it looks like a bottom of a balloon (laughs) yeah when i send my anyone like a picture of my bump i put a blur thing over it like like it's a nipple (laughs) i'm like no one no one needs that the rest of it's cute Okay, I know we have a few things to announce before we get into the blood or a few things to do and i think we're starting off with a a melodic surprise by the most talented singer in this trio. Deep belly button and deep range. <laughs> it's going to be a solo performance. <laughs> well, of course, you know, I feel like we've kind of been singing in the past few episodes, but we haven't had quite a song. And um, I saw in the group and you mentioned that if they did not get a song, there was going to be a riot. And we're all about peace and harmony, emphasis right. on harmony. And so I thought I would uh, write a little song in the spirit of today's episode. So uh, it is not a Little Mermaid song. I feel like we went under the sea a little bit last week. So this will be a tease of what's to come. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. And I want people in the group to talk about how long it took them to figure out what song Danny was singing based on the (laughs) melody alone. Okay, everyone, start your timer. Three, two, one. Okay, and also I will say, like, I really think that this is my type of music. So I hope that you agree. Okay. <laughs> Gas myself up. <laughs> you did. <laughs> this is the oh. biggest free fall. From- oh, it's not that good. It's not that good. Okay. And this is where I shine. <laughs> hit it, Danny. <laughs> I just need to hit the note. Okay. I have often, <laughs> I have often dreamed of them sucking face. My favorite characters boning just for me in the weirdest spots and questionable plots. The consent is flying. No warnings apply with a pen in hand. 
I'll make them go the distance. They're rounding third. Then they'll take it home. I know every thought gets my downstairs hot. I love this phantom where all horn balls belong. Beautiful. Stunning. That was stunning. Here is the problem. Wow. I don't know the music from that. I don't know. <laughs> You don't know Hercules? No. Who put the glad in gladiator? Hercules. Oh, now I know it. Just kidding. <laughs> Danny, that was stunning. Thank you so much. You know what? In the voice, Allie and I both turned our chairs around. <laughs> you did. Away from me? <laughs> no, I want him on my team. No, I want I rolled mine out of the room. Well, the best part is that's actually the entire song because the song only has that beautiful intro, tons of chorus, second verse. So you're welcome, ladies and gentlemen and everybody, for that rendition of I Could Go the Distance. Well, so the original uh, version was sung by Michael Bolton, so we can call you Michael Holton. Bonerton. <laughs> Bolton. Yes. So that was a tease. <laughs> Maybe we can do the blowdown, but that was a forecast for, um, I think we're going to get some Hercules characters coming up. Ooh, did you cheat? I did cheat. You sneaking a peek. I couldn't help myself. That's fine. I loved that, and I think now our fans are content. Everyone, return back to normal duties. No riots. <laughs> no fighting. <laughs> Who sings that? Oh, wait. No fighting. Black Eyed Peas. No. No, Shakira. Shakira. And it's Wyclef Jean. Yeah. Shakira, Shakira. Yeah. I never really knew that. You make a man want to speak Spanish. Como se llama? Si. Should we blow? Yeah. No, I think we should just keep sort of humming that song loosely. I want to hear uh, Go the Distance again. Danny, take it from the top. I don't want. <laughs> I don't care how far. <laughs> nice vibrato. I love, I love when you go, I got to hit the first note, and then it came out like a broken trombone. <laughs> That's what I was trying to hit. And you did it. And I did it. What's the key? Oh, man. Who cares? A thousand. So the blowdown. Let's see. We met a bunch of other, a few other couples, and thruples or quintuples. We met Cruella DeVille and the Queen of Hearts, and they got invited on the trip, and they are both going, right? They're both college mates. Yep. They're a part of the original crew. Okay. And then <laughs> Gaston, the triplets from the village, and LeFou, mm-hmm. but Gaston is flying solo to Tahiti. And then Shadow Man and- uh, Mutton Chops. Lawrence. Yep. And only Shadow Man is going. Mm-hmm. Left Lawrence high and dry. Yeah, like he was like, go get some breakfast. Wasn't he like, go get me breakfast? And then he's like, psych, I won't be here when you get back. I gotta go. Bye. And so now I think either people are going to start showing up in Tahiti or we're going to meet more friends or both. I think we still have a bigger crew to recruit. So there's only one way to find out. Okay. Because we've got two episodes left. This one, this is the penultimate, as we always joke. And then the finale. So I say we get into it. Let's do it. The limo stalled on Fifth Avenue, the passenger in the back letting out a soft huff. I'm never going to make it to this speech on time. Can't you guys go any faster? He deadpanned, running a hand through his electric blue hair. Who has electric blue hair? I think it might be who Danny alluded to. Uh, Oh, you've never seen Hercules. She doesn't know it. (gasps) She. I'm right here. (laughs) And she's reading today. (laughs) Ignoramus. Oh, and she's in charge. Great. Old Audi belly button. <laughs> um, Bring back old hurricane belly button. 
we want Kavanagh's button. <laughs> you guys, it's like we're like the Goldilocks of belly buttons. Like you're a deep innie, you're an Audi, and I Too just deep. have the most perfect shallow any belly button I just yeah too convex too concave just Just right (laughs) I'm trying master the driver a short thin man dressed in a blue suit winced panicking but ow the weather's crappy so everyone's driving the other assistant a stout man dressed in a purple suit yanked his finger back in after accidentally doing up the window on it all right just keep going Hades sighed waving his fingers and putting his sunglasses back on so that's Hades is is from Hercules Yes, that's a Greek god of hell or something. Yeah, like the underworld. Yeah. Yeah. I told you to drive faster, panic, the second assistant hissed. I told you to drive faster, panic, the second assistant hissed. Oh, my goodness. Danny just showed me a picture. Yeah, a voice by James Woods looks like James Woods. <laughs> I don't know. He sort of looks like um, like he could be related to Ursula. Yeah, and has a bit of a Joker vibe, too. Yeah, the gray skin. Hmm. Shut up, I'm trying, the first one grimaced, smacking pain as the other man howled. So their names are Pain and Panic? hmm Cool. I'm surrounded by idiots, Hades muttered to himself. Oh, cute. Yes, I, I get it, these guys. Rubbing his temples and doing up the partition, he looked out the window at the Manhattan. Hey, there's a Beyonce joke. There's a Beyonce. Roll <laughs> up the partition, please. He looked out the window at the Manhattan skyscrapers. Being the mayor of New York was a privilege that he stole from the last guy, but it was hard work. Okay, so he's the mayor of New York, but Scar is a senator? So they're all in cahoots, basically. Of New York? Is Scar in New York, too? It sounds... I can't remember if he's New York, but... He's somewhere. Corrupt politics. (laughs) The reason he became mayor in the first place was to prove something to his brother, who was then president of the United States. After Zeus had been elected, Hades conspired with his advisors to leak a story that would get his brother impeached immediately. The scheme worked, and better yet, Zeus was an enemy of the state after the gravity of the scandal dropped. So impeaching worked in this case. That's cool. Is this like the Hercules Biden laptop scandal? (laughs) Like the story dropped that like the president, Zeus, had 900 children, you know. Zeus Zeus is a mess. (laughs) Then along came pesky Hercules, his nephew, who announced he was running for president to avenge his father. He had been a headache before Hades had pushed him in front of a subway train one night. Okay. Oh, wow. Just as they were coming up in the venue, he felt his phone start to vibrate. Hello, he asked, frowning. Bonjour, a chipper Frenchman exclaimed on the other line. Hold on a second. The Frenchman picked up his landline, calling another number, the number of Hades' old college flame, Maleficent. (sighs) Okay, uh, wrong number, Hades mumbled, about to hang up, but the guy in the other line just let out an aggrieved noise. Hello? Maleficent answered, seemingly agitated. Who is this? Why did all of you delete my number? Merde! Hades, it's me, (laughs) said Clopin. You? Hades deadpanned. We, me, Clopin. Clopin? Hades blurted. Dude, I haven't heard from you in, like, ever. Clopin, Maleficent raised an eyebrow. Huh. I know, it's been too long, Clopin laughed. I've been calling around. Remember that trip to to Haiti we planned? (laughs) (laughs) I was jumping right to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you been? Great, great, great. Uh, to yeah, Hades. <laughs> just been 15 years, but want to go on a trip? Oh, Hades' face fell. Oh, yeah. He looked down. I, I want to go, but I'm a real busy man, being mayor of New York and all. Oh, yes, I'd like to, but my business isn't going to run itself, Maleficent muttered, threading something through a needle. Ooh. The bell chimed, and she looked up. I'll be right with you. What do you think she does? She has to do something with, like, the spinning wheel. Oh, sewing dress, like... The spinning wheel, so she's a seamstress. Mm-hmm. 
couldn't you just take a week? Clopin asked them both from both phones he was holding, and Hades and Maleficent both hesitated. Is he going to be there? Is she going to be there? They both asked, and Clopin grinned with a sinister laugh, merging the calls. <gasps> oh, are they old lovers? Of course. No, said Hades. No, said Maleficent. Clopin's heartbeat quickened. Wait, I mean, no, no, they will not be there. Nope. Maleficent tapped her fingers. Fine. I'd like to see Corella and Cora again. And I'd like to see Fauci. Is it Fauci or Fauci? Is it Fauci? <laughs> Fauci. Dr. Fauci. <laughs> this is our current events episode. Well, he can't, he would not travel to Tahiti. Not without. No, gosh, no. Not with these mask <laughs> mandates. <laughs> I'd like to, but wait, what's the answer? Fauci? I say Fauci. Okay. Like Bob Fauci. <laughs> the dance. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see Fossey and Jafar, but like I said, I'm really busy, said Hades. He bit his lip and ran his hand through his blue hair again. I'm really sorry, Clope. I can't. With that, he hung up and got out of the limo. Nope to Clope. <laughs> Say nope to Clope. There's his new campaign slogan. There's his campaign. <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> 2024. <laughs> he went up to the podium, cleared his throat, and looked out at everyone, fixing his papers. Oh, a little press release right outside the limo. All these people were here to see what his next course of action was, thinking he cared about them when they were all less than maggots to the mayor standing in front of them. Literally, Hades would be happy if a building fell and crushed everyone standing there. That would honestly make his day. You know, that wasn't a bad idea. He looked around one more time and spotted a sign on a Times Square billboard. Tahiti. It's a magical place. He opened his mouth and leaned into the microphone. Can we get some uh, obedient uh, effort on Tahiti's (laughs) current slogan, please? (laughs) That was weak marketing. Yeah, thank you. Tahiti. We bring the Tahiti. <laughs> Life's a beach. <laughs> if you can't stand the Tahiti, get out the city. <laughs> he opened his mouth and leaned into the microphone. I'm Audi. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Well, hold on, Danny. I'll have to stop you right there. It seems that the marketing is working because he took one glimpse of that billboard. Strong call to action. Boom. Seems like he's on my belly button team, too. I'm getting pregnant, and I'm getting an Audi. <laughs> I'm Audi. <laughs> I'm Audi 5000. I feel like Lindsay rewrote this script of the story. <laughs> he did say, I'm any. <laughs> and then she's like, I'm like, not so fast. With that, he dashed off the stage and back into the limo, ordering a panicking panic and a disconcerted pain to the airport. Back at her dress shop, we were right, Maleficent stopped her work at the spinning wheel, the same spinning wheel she had used to poison that girl Aurora or something. Murder weapon. Who came in here demanding the most expensive pink dress for her sweet 16 party to check her phone. She sighed, gazing longingly at the picture of a sandy beach she had set as her lock screen. She unlocked the phone and her home screen was a pile of bones and skulls, a raven sitting (laughs) atop them. She sighed again. Maybe I should, she said out loud, then paused. Wouldn't going on this trip just bring back bad memories of what had happened with Hades? No, no, this would be fun. She would have a good time. She could leave the shop in the hands of her busybody employees, Flora, Fauna, and Merriweather. Firing a message back to Clopin's number, she switched the sign from open to close and went home to pack. Cute. Okay, those are three of my favorite characters in any Disney movie. They're the three little fairies, right? They are. They're so cute. I didn't remember all their names. They're so cute. I always thought my Aunt Linda looked like Merriweather. <laughs> Which Aww. one was Merriweather? She was like the cute little stout one. With cute the- little round one? Yeah. She was the best one, though, for sure. Yeah, she was sassy. I liked her. Remember the fight over the blue and pink dress? Yeah, the dress is so cute. Uh-huh. It's like the original like gender reveal party. No one got hurt. It was. Is the dress blue or pink? <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Who wants to, Danny, want to hum part of your song as the deep doot? <laughs> I guess start on that right note. <laughs> wow, that was wow. gorgeous. Angel. Michael? Bolton? It's, it's that- Angel Michael. Hit me. <laughs> yes, Clopin shrieked, jumping up and dancing around his apartment in Paris. It had taken the morning, but he had successfully convinced everyone to go on the trip. Ten villains at the same resort. Ten villains picked to live in a resort. <laughs> I know what happens. People stop getting evil and start, or stop being polite and, and start, start getting, getting evil. evil. Yes. Madness. He let out a loud, evil laugh, jumping up on his table and swinging the cape of his latest character he was performing as in his local theater troupe. Tahiti was in for anarchy. Oh, boy. <gasps> what did Tahiti ever do to Colpon? Yeah, sheesh. Everyone had arrived at the airport, and hugs, scowls, and screams were exchanged <laughs> accordingly. Jafar, Jafar, you son of a bitch, get over here, Clopin chuckled, dancing over. Clopin, the taller man, managed to smile despite himself. You look well. Clopin spun around, changing quickly into an outfit like Jafar's and putting on a straight face. You look well. He changed back and rolled his eyes. Loosen up, mon ami, we are here for a good time. And a good time it will be, Jafar grinned. We need to later figure out, you know, like it's almost like they're on a bachelor bachelorette party trip where they would have like a theme or like a funny shirt that would say like villain, you know, like, mm-hmm. I mean, probably chilling like a villain, but I think we need to come up with what they'd have on there. Yeah. Or maybe it says killing like a villain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Something about like being out of office yeah. or anyway. And a good time it will be, Jafar grinned, taking a pen out of his pocket. It was shaped like a gold snake and had two red crystals for eyes. As Clopin looked at it curiously, the eyes began to glow, almost wooing the Frenchman into a trance before. Off with your head, Cora laughed, barging her way through other customers in the airport to toss her arms around the two of them. It's like the friend who, like, (laughs) had one great joke, like, a decade ago and still is like, you guys remember when I did that? (laughs) I guess it's like me with the bingo joke. So, well, I am who I am. They grinned back, saying hi, and Cruella advanced as well, tapping her foot. I bet you were just dreading this trip, weren't you, darling? She muttered, lighting a cigarette. In the airport? <laughs> Are they still in the airport? Is this the 60s? She's going to throw it on a trash can. She doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> Maybe they're at like a, there's like a lounge in a private. Maybe they're mm. flying private. Maybe they're flying a magic carpet. Can't Jafar like figure out? I mean, they did murder Aladdin, so I'm sure they got all his assets. <laughs> That's true. Maleficent will just turn into a dragon. Right. I was like, they all sort of. Everybody climb aboard. <laughs> yeah. Cora's eyes widened and she wiped the smile off her face. Ma'am, you can't smoke in here, no. an employee told her. There we go. And Cruella turned, sighing. This is a moment I wish I had all the dastardly powers you lot do. Please allow me, Jafar smiled and used his pen to turn the employee into a little bird. <sighs> I should have done that to my assistant years ago, he scowled to himself and Cruella smirked, coming up to him. Jafar, it's been too long. As they caught up, the others all stopped as they saw someone come off the 774 from New Orleans. Gentlemen, Facilier popped into the conversation. Enchanté, a tip of the hat. He took his hat off, spinning it on a finger. From Dr. Facilier. There was a loud noise and the ground shook. Just then, Maleficent appeared, still puffing a little mist from the journey over here as a dragon. (laughs) Hi, Stanny. Here we go. Fosse, the evil murderess, grinned. Mal. Oh, cute Mal. (laughs) Mal. Facilier crowed, shaking his hand. Y'all look good. I know, Maleficent smirked. Let's liven this party up, someone shouted. And suddenly, every drinking fountain in the terminal began to spray as Ursula strutted in with Scar on her arm. (gasps) Cool. 
Greetings, the senator smiled to everyone. An airline attendant came running out of the washroom screaming. (laughs) All the sinks just burst in there, she cried, (laughs) her mascara running down her cheeks. Oh, you poor unfortunate soul, Ursula pinched her cheek. Mm -hmm. Let me fix you up. Again, with the one line, it's, that's <laughs> yeah, her. Oh, yeah. It's like, there, there goes Ursula with the poor unfortunate soul bit again. There she is. <sighs> the sniffling employee stalled as Ursula began to summon the water around her. There was a faint scream as the water enveloped her, and all that was left was her airline necktie on the ground once the liquid had evaporated. <laughs> no one saw anything, she muttered to Jafar, and Jafar nodded, already getting to work on hypnotizing the other flyers on it. Nice one, Facilier laughed. You guys are so crazy. <laughs> Just <laughs> killing stewardesses. You're crazy. You're crazy. This trip's going to be so fun. Nice one, Facilier laughed, picking up the necktie and pulling the vivacious woman into a hug. Scar made a face at how close the other man was to his wife, mm. but Ursula just raised an eyebrow at him. He's the gay best friend of this group. Excuse me, Clapon butted in, offended. That title can always be split, babe, Ursula muttered, putting on some more red lipstick. Oh, good. Oh, lips- the lipstick. <gasps> Signature. Well, how sentimental someone Maybe else. she's born with it. <laughs> Maybe it's sea creature. <laughs> Mermaidaline. <laughs> Merbaline. <laughs> Merbaline. So wrong. All day wear, all day scare. Well, how sentimental, someone else said, and they all turned to see a man in a suit with blue hair taking off his sunglasses. You know, I haven't been this choked up since I got a hunk of masuka caught in my throat. Moussaka. Moussaka, what's that? Greek food. Oh, Mufasa. (laughs) 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 And a hunk of Mufasa. Because he's Hades and he's Greek. Greek, Greek. Got it, got it, got it. You know, I haven't been this choked up since I got a hunk of Moussaka caught in my throat. He beamed, waiting for their reactions. If you want, we can replace it with feta cheese. Uh, <laughs> do you have a preference? <laughs> a hunk of feta in my throat. A hunk of feta. That I can relate to. Hades, cruel smiled, sauntering up. All these years and your jokes never got better. <gasps> Ooh, harsh. Hades pouted. But then again, when do you ever crack a smile, cruel devil? <gasps> when I murder puppies and watch the anguish in their owner's faces as I prance around in their coat, she returned easily and Hades' jaw dropped. I believe you just got, as they say, roasted, Jafar. <laughs> Did someone order some roasted moussaka? <laughs> Picking a fleck off the... Opa! <laughs> I get it. Olives, etc. Picking a fleck of dust off the politician's shoulders. Everyone, everyone, Clopin shouted, make way for the man amongst men. Hello, everyone, Gaston beamed, oh, pushing Clopin aside. Imagine him taking off those leather boots to go through security. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, sir, you cannot bring raw eggs. That's not gonna you have to get rid of them. Five dozen raw <laughs> eggs, I can't. What about four dozen raw eggs? <laughs> uh, but I eat it for breakfast every morning to help me stay strong. Do you wanna see? Sir, just your shoes, not your shirt. You can keep your shirt on, sir, just the shoes. Please. You have to check the antler chandelier. <laughs> He's got that gross toe that sticks out of the sock. Do you remember that when he? Oh yeah! And it's like the he yeah. needs new socks. Ew. Yes. That's a Matt Lefevre toe. His go rogue and poke through his socks. Really? He's got a tall toe. Uh, he's got a foot that is so large. I don't think that the average sock can contain. Oh my god! It. Wow! It's just <laughs> ripping at the seams. Good for you, Al. The whole foot or just one toe? Uh, 
toe. Yeah, it's the toe, the heel, the sides. I mean, his foot's a size eight. His toe's a size twelve. It's fine. <laughs> uh, He's got a separate shoe for his one toe. <laughs> oh, hello, everyone. Gaston Bean pushing Clopin aside and striking a pose. Everyone around them in the airport suddenly rushed to his side, begging for his autograph and selfies with him. Facilier visibly shrunk, scowling. What's wrong? Scar murmured. He's always just rubbed me the wrong way, that cat, Facilier replied, crossing his arms. His shadow nodded. Gaston rubs everyone the wrong way, Jafar rolled his eyes, joining their discussion. Unless you're the latest bimbo that falls into his bed, in which case I'm sure the rubbing is most definitely pleasant. Hey oh <laughs> woo! Jafar. Isn't Jafar roasted? Yeah. <laughs> Jafar feels like the dad of the group. Like, did Jafar have kids and he's on this he first like trip solo and he's like, guys, I just heard this great term roasted. <laughs> uh facilier, Gaston pushed through his fans and came up. You made it in the business yet? You know, practicing your magic tricks and all that? He waved his hand and Facilier's scowl deepened. Back in college, mm-hmm. he had aspired to be a professional magician the kind that worked Vegas and all, but over the years, his dreams had dimmed into service for the other side. He managed a grin. Nah, but I'm amazing, interrupted Gaston. Want to hear about my latest (laughs) film? Oh, God. Gaston cut in and Clopin came over, inclining his ear as Hades and Krilla also listened curiously. Oh, yeah, he's calling them films, but he's a body devil. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. Uh, Don't you just hate living on the margins, Vasilier growled. That's a lyric from one of the songs, right? Oh, it feels like one. Oh, living on the margins. Yeah. No. Take my hand. It's by Joby. <laughs> you guys are making it up, you jerks. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure it's a line from Princess and the Frog. Uh, where all those movie stars and handsome pricks don't give you so much as a sideways glance. Mm. Yep, Cora sighed. When I tell people I'm an event planner, they scoff and tell me I can do better. I mean, I was going to be a gardener, but I've got minions to do our gardening for us now, thankfully. Allie, do you want to talk briefly about your new hobby? <laughs> Lindsay, I've watched all the episodes. Allie's committing her life to gardening. Yes, I I just realized my favorite place in the whole wide world to spend time is in the plant store at the end of my street. And so my house is filled with like 50 plus plants at this point. It's chaos. And so um, Lindsay, one of Lindsay's friends, is also into gardening. <laughs> and she gave me some really good recommendations of 90s gardening TV shows that I have been watching every night. They're called Two Gardens, One Look. Sounds hot. <laughs> so bad. It's the worst produced show, but I have watched <laughs> like six episodes so far. It's delightful. Are you learning things? Is it like a trading spaces, but gardening? Oh yeah. And I'm taking notes of like what flowers and what plants like go together and the purpose of each and how they, you know, the varieties and oh yeah, I'm like, I'm so deep in it. I just bought like two new gardening books. Two ho. Really coming into a new phase in my life. It's very Disney princess of you, I feel like, to be Thank to you. be like out in the woods. Who's the one? Like Snow White, where like the birds are going to start landing. And Cinderella. <laughs> that was really good. That's a good deed toot. Thank you. Jesus. That was not a deed toot on the story. <laughs> yes, but that would be beautiful. We're still in the airport where they're smoking and murdering. <laughs> Fine. Fucking with the plumbing. <laughs> We're still killing our way through Terminal C. <laughs> Although airports, we know airports are a lawless place. So like the killing and the smoking seems pretty standard. I can't believe there's not more killing in an airport, to be quite honest. This <laughs> seems, oh boy. You're an event planner, Jafar mused. 
would you plan the 10th anniversary of my company that I run? I want to let everyone know that even hugely successful CEOs can throw a good party. <laughs> like anyone's ever questioned that. They've got money. <laughs> You're not going to believe this, but someone with a disposable income can throw a great party. <laughs> Dick move, man. Hades dipped in. I feel like they're starting to act like their college selves. Like Hades wasn't talking yeah. like this back when he was in the limo. Now yeah. he's just like, eh. He's like crushing a Coors Light. <laughs> Doesn't this happen to you guys? When I'm around my friends from high school, a whole different part of my personality comes out. Like I am so much snarkier. I'm just ruthless in a way that I don't think I move through the world anymore. But man, something gets triggered and I'm just, wow. I'm like Jafar, just roast, 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 roast. When you're not in the garden, you're just (laughs) throwing dirt. Dick move, man. Hades dipped in, obviously disinterested with Gaston's stories. Dick move. Jafar smirked at his friend and Cora went red, lurching forward to choke the tall, thin man. Why? Why is she mad? He said, like, plan my party. Just then, Maleficent came back from the washroom and stopped dead in her tracks. Fuck, she'd know that blue hair anywhere. (gasps) What is he doing here? She shouted, and everyone turned to the loud, powerful voice. Oh, Copin laughed nervously, coming over to take her hand. Mon cher, he just, uh, well, he was... I'm going to Tahiti with these guys, Hades deadpan, scowling at Maleficent. What the hell are you doing here? What the Hades are you doing here? Yes. <laughs> the same, she feels. What would he think she's doing just randomly at the airport with all their college friends? <laughs> oh, I have a business trip to Boston. That's so I'm weird. I'm actually at the gate, across from your gate. It's no big deal. Oh, Hades muttered, no way. Well, you better believe by the time you guys are in Tahiti, it'll be so far from home, you won't. Wait, wait, Clinton panicked. Clonin. <laughs> Clonin O'Brien. <laughs> when I read Clopin, uh, it looks like a prescription drug for something. Like Clonopin. Yeah. yeah that's- okay, that's how to be it. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. Clonopin panicked. That's exactly what she said. When- if he had a Clonopin, he would not have panicked yeah. is the real lesson of the story. Clonopin is anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Uh. My mom used to give us some of her Klonopin, but we had to, like, give her money for it. So she'd be like, give me a nickel. It didn't matter what amount, some amount. Exchange of goods for Klonopin. And that's why you're such a savvy businessman today. You understand. Everything comes at a cost. I was an adult. I was an adult when this was happening. My mom wasn't giving me Klonopin as a child. For me. He just clonied up in third grade. It was a well-informed human decide. <laughs> that was my allowance. I took my nickel and asked for anxiety meds at five years old. A Twix or a Klonopin? <laughs> Guys, our dog trainer told us a story about how a, in a neighborhood, people were leaving out crumbs or something for the crows, and the crows started leaving stones and coins in exchange. Like, they, the crows knew. Isn't that wild? Yeah, they barter. They exchange. The capitalists? I've seen, like, TikTok <laughs> videos of things like that. <laughs> Cropitalists? No such thing as a free lunch. Yeah. Am I right? Even they know that. Wait, wait. Clopin panicked. That's exactly what she said when I dumped her. Hades <gasps> smirked. <gasps> Laughing snidely and slapping a low five with Jafar. <laughs> Boom, roasted. <laughs> Jafar is going to do the, like, suck it sign. Like, what are all the very (laughs) dated things Jafar is going to do? Yeah. (laughs) You? I dumped you, you you imbecile. The dark-haired woman boomed. What, did you prick your finger on a spinning wheel and sleep through it? That's not how it happened, (laughs) honey. He would bring that up, wouldn't he? Wow. Oh, Al Maleficent began to transform, and Clopin looked ready to tear his hair out. Jafar sighed and walked over. 
For the sake of this trip and the miracle that is us getting together again, I shall save the day. He took out his pen and began to hypnotize them both into calmer states. <laughs> With clonopin. Good. <laughs> now, drinks anyone? Love one, Facilier grumbled. All by, Gaston shouted, and Facilier's shadow sneaked up behind the burly man, kicking him over with a cackle. <laughs> Facilier yeah. laughed loudly, and Fist bumped his spectral counterpart. The end of the story. Oh, <gasps> all these Disney villains Oof. in an airport? This is... I could read just endless seasons of all the Disney villains. This is maybe my favorite cast of characters we've ever read. This is fantastic. Lindsay, when I was in Austin for work and I got to see you, it was so funny being in the airport because it's just all these groups of girls, you know, all oh, yeah. the bachelor. I'm sorry, not Austin, Nashville. Nashville, yep. When we are in Nashville and anyway, so it's like this, you know, just like groups of themed people being loud. Are all these guys in um, white cowboy hats and white cowboy boots? <laughs> because that's what everyone looks like in Nashville on bachelor <laughs> yeah. parties. Giddy up. I feel like they all have like lays and they have like Tommy Bahama gear on. This crew? Definitely Jafar does. Oh, yeah. Really sealing that dad look. <laughs> And his little snake staff also has, like, a Tommy Bahama shirt on, like a little one. <laughs> For sure. Uh, yeah. So cute. I was going to say um, chef's kiss about the story, and then instantly the Little Mermaid chef came to mind. <gasps> I know he wasn't a villain. Louis. His name is Louis. Is it? He's a little bit of a villain, yeah. Sort of. Like, I feel like, I wonder if he went to college with these guys. <laughs> oh, definitely Clopin. He was the cafeteria chef. Les poissons, les poissons. <laughs> a sweet little succulent crab. I'll stuff you with bread. It won't hurt because you're dead. <laughs> Don't we have a, who's the chef from the Muppet Babies and Gordon Ramsay crossover quickie coming to Patreon? Yes. What's that guy's, what's the Muppet Babies guy name? The Swedish chef. The Swedish chef. I feel like we should also, let's get those chefs and then let's get Ratatouille in a chef's hat and then let's get Louis from Little Mermaid and let's do it. All the chefs from all the Disney. Danny, can you do an AI prompt with all those chefs? At a cooking, co top chef. Yeah, cooking competition. Wow. Yeah. Yes, I can with my two oh, hands. Great. <laughs> with all my fingers. You better believe it. As, how deep is my belly button? Yes, I can. <laughs> I've got four chefs in my belly button right now. <laughs> my, my pockets are as deep as my belly buttons. So. That's Ratatouille hides in Danny's belly button to control him. If it wasn't true, I would be like, guys, okay, I'm joking. But like, I can carry stuff around in my belly button. What's the heaviest thing you could carry in your belly button, Danny? Probably my phone. <laughs> the iPhone 7. It's a little smaller. You guys, does it all depend on the way the doctors who delivered all of us cut our umbilical cord. You would think it'd have to have something to do with that. Because, like, you would think, like, where's the consistency? Where's the training? What's happening? Because we all start with an Audi with an umbilical cord. Yeah, I'm also, like, a little fat. So, I mean, I've got that, like, extra belly button depth. You know what I mean? Like, if I had abs, I wouldn't also have this deep of a belly button. You know what I mean? I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the depth of the belly button is irrelevant to body weight. <laughs> You know, everyone's born with their own unique cavern. I will look into, for next episode, because I'm sure everyone, this is really erotic, I will look into why belly buttons take different shapes. That's my commitment to you guys. Please do. I just Googled this, but uh, if you're umphalophobic, we are so sorry, because this episode has been uh, Hades for you and your fear of belly buttons. <laughs> People have fears of belly buttons? Surprisingly common, wow. says <laughs> Google. Like of their own or like... Just them in general, I think. Matt tortures me by sticking his finger in my belly button. And I hate it. I hate the feeling of that. And he does it to me all the time to bug me. 
Like I'll just like laying on the sofa and he'll stick his finger in my belly button and like wiggle. I'm like, no, no. Ah, ah, it's like the worst. Oh mm-hmm. God. I get like squeamish even thinking about it. Ooh. Did you ever have your belly button pierced, Al? No, I never did. No, just. Of all your piercings, I did. Of all my piercings. I keep being like, should I re-pierce this while I'm pregnant? Would that look cool? Ooh. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Ay, I don't know why. I never, I never wanted a belly button piercing. You know, I went right to the trashiest one possible. I loved it and thought it was like the cutest I've ever felt. I, a dangling butterfly with gems just hanging. I was like, this is. Ooh, pretty. Mm, it's gorgeous. I'm sure it would play really well in Tahiti, I think. Frankly, a little pineapple dangling. Should we sing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. How do we end this? We're not done yet, you guys. <laughs> oh, here we go. When the episode ends, check your belly buttons. Is your trident up or, or down? down? Well, I guess is your any in, in or, or out? out. Erect or flaccid? Yeah, I, th- I would think an Audi would be like horned up. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. You can have it. <laughs> Lindsay's walking around poking her belly button boner on people. I'll say what Haiti said at his press conference. I'm Audi. <laughs> are you pregnant or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> Is that a baby in your room or are you just happy? It's cold in here. Uh, yes, I love that. There is like exes involved now because I think that's some like really fun tension. Gaston, I think, is going to really tear things up. I love that they're all in an airport and about to start drinking. It's great. I'm with you. My belly button, I hate to even say it, it's out, (laughs) but yikes. Uh, But I love this story so much. I love these characters. I love the tension, the angst. And I also love. God, the characters are just written so funny and unique. I love how they evolved from our expectation of them and like who they are in this world. It's just, yeah, up, up, out, over, excited. <laughs> yeah, I've popped. I'm as in as I am out now and I loved it. I mean, I love Vanderpump Rules and I loved this because this is exactly what an episode of Vanderpump Rules is like. So yeah, we're bring it back full circle. And FYI, I've been watching Vanderpump Rules for like three weeks. So not, I'm not, I have not been watching the <laughs> as years. a lifelong fan. As a lifelong, I've been changed for the better. So Danny, yeah. If you took your any belly button and you inverted it so that it was now an Audi, how long do you think it would be? Hmm. It was a weird way to ask what's the depth of my belly button. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ballpark. If you approached a well and inverted it, how deep is that well? I'm dealing with like this right here okay. from the tip of my thumb to the tip of the finger. <laughs> you just do a, a dip test? <laughs> he did. He just dipped his index finger. He just fun dipped. He just fun dipped his belly button. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy enough, there is sugar powder in there. <laughs> we don't know how to tell you guys this, but it is. Cherry flavored. Danny, he's like down to the second knuckle. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Hold on. I got to test mine. I mean, I'm not even halfway through my fingernail. It's just a very shallow pool. Danny's up to his wrist. (laughs) You know, a bunch of sea life could live under the sea in Danny's and you're just a little wading pool. (laughs) And I'm a sand cat. (laughs) But it's not my fault. This isn't who I really am. Terrifying topic. Who I am inside <laughs> Milan. <sighs> okay, guys, what a fantastic story. Silly, silly oh, story. So good. Cash stay in my ass. Thank you. Thank you. This is so much fun. <laughs>
We'll see you next week. Sorry, we brought belly buttons. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. All right. Bye. For an extra dose of bonkers entertainment, join our Patreon where you can access hundreds of hours of unreleased content and bonus episodes featuring your favorite fandoms, plus the ones we'd never dare to read on the pod. Head to patreon.com forward slash fangasm to get in on the action. For a regular hookup, make sure to subscribe to the show everywhere you listen. And if we've left you satisfied, ew, leave a five-star review or higher. For updates, merch, or to submit a story, visit fangasmpodcast.com. And thanks to thousands of other listeners, the fun never sleeps over on our private Facebook group, The Fanny Pack. Click the link in the show notes to join. Once you're in, (laughs) check out the 20-plus listener-led groups that cover everything from pets to pot to pen pals.